Week four, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Coach and the Professor. We are here live and loud on Thursday evening, current time, 728 <laughs> Eastern time. We are ready for the Bengals and the Miami Dolphins. Bengals featuring their brand new white and black uniforms. You know that? Snow leopards. Snow leopards. And I think uh, they're going to look nice. I saw a couple of previews on Twitter, and it seems like they got a nice uniform choice going on. Professor, what is up? What's new with you? The question is, does looking nice equate to anything as far as the actual products you put on the football field? They say if you look good, you play good. Here's the hoping for the Bengals. That's true. They're going to need it. Absolutely. How about them Vols, baby? How about the Vols rolling out, beating the Florida Gators? That was entirely too stressful for what it should have been, the onside kick recovery. Thank goodness Napier makes a lot of dumb decisions uh, they every drive of the first half they ended on our side of the field. They did had very few points to show for it. Uh, and then going for two. Explain to me why this keeps happening this year in both the pros and college, where a team will score a touchdown and they could kick the extra point and be down ten. Yep. And they go for two. Yep. Doesn't so then they have to, to go for two again? I I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me, and it. Yeah. I haven't. It hasn't worked out yet this year. I've seen it fail three times in both college and NFL. I don't get it. Nice little trend going. You know, don't follow it. How about that? Yeah, uh, follow those an- analytics. That's right. But regardless, Tennessee is now 4-0 for the first time in forever. Forever. Um, and they're on a bye this week. And we'll go down to Baton Rouge next weekend to host or to travel to play the LSU Tigers. Big game, big game. Host the Auburn Tigers this week, and um, that will be a matchup for sure. So we we had a pretty good week last week, despite the Niners um, crapping the bed on us. Destroyed us. That killed us. I know we both had uh, some big money on the Niners. Most of the time, I don't make it until the end of Monday Night Football, but I was committed to see if my bets would cash, and they did not. but, you know, uh, I try to stay up, but most of the time it's a massive fail. But this particular occasion I was up and I was immediately pissed off at the TV or my phone, I should say. Uh, regardless, Jimmy G looks to be in tip-top shape form of being just a terrible quarterback. Might as well go back to playing high school football. I don't know if he completed a, a pass then. I, yeah, I, I texted the prop. We were watching this game and I said, you know, Jimmy G is going to throw an interception. You just like – that's what he does. That's what he's going to do. And then sure enough, sure enough, the next drive, bangerang. Yeah, and we were just talking before we went live. We don't know what to do with them or the Denver Broncos after watching that game. Um, and then would you believe it that the, the Niners are playing the Rams, the Super Bowl defending champs. And let's remember how that went for them last time. I mean, once yes. again, that was where Jimmy G looked awful at the end of a game scenario yeah. was against them to go to the Super Bowl. So, yeah. and uh, so yeah, we're gonna pick a few games that we like this week. So, kind of my thought is that we can talk about some things, and then we'll post our official card on the morning of the game. So Saturday morning we'll post a college football card, and Sunday morning we'll post an official uh, NFL card. And um, just so you guys know what our plays are, just to make them more clear going forward. Um, had a few a, a few pieces of feedback this past week from some of our listeners. So thanks for, for checking us out. 
Um, and uh, hopefully we'll continue to, to not stink on Monday night football. How about that? For all you listeners out there. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And one other thing I would suggest is, yeah, we'll, we'll tweet out the picks. Uh, that'll be super helpful. But if there's a line you like that you are afraid will go the other way, there is an advantage to betting early on those kind of games. Uh, for example, with the NFL this week, uh, if you liked the Bucks to win, uh, it was a pick em, And at one point, Chiefs were actually favored all the way up to two points with the unknown location of where that game will be played. Now that it's been declared back in Tampa, it's already back to uh, Tampa favored by one at the moment. And more than likely, we'll move even more into Tampa's favor. Uh, so if you like the Chiefs, just keep waiting. Uh, and you'll probably be able to get a better line for them. But if you want to bet the Bucks, bet it now before that line changes even more to minus two. May I doubt it gets all the way to minus three, but it might. Yeah, and, and you know, one thing for us to think about is we could possibly do the podcast earlier in the week. I know we're both busy, but it's fun to watch the lines change and shift as they do. And we both talked about we think this one might be shifting a little bit just based off the weather. And I think we need to mention – uh, one thing that I'm mm. going to do some research on tomorrow going into Saturday is the weather. Um, I think it's going to affect a lot this week. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You got games being moved around. I think we got some college games on Sunday this week, just based on the trajectory of Hurricane Ian. So, again, things to, to research tomorrow before we release our, our final card per se. Um, but let's start with college. I just want to throw a couple games out that I'll be looking to play a side on. Um, and we can go forward with that. So I want to start with Georgia, obviously the number one team in the country, coming off of a shaky win uh, against a nobody. And, um, you know, when I looked at this line, I was a little uh, surprised to see them favored still in the 20s. Now, I know it's Missouri SEC foe, but the current line is Georgia minus 29, and I'm all over that uh, right now, I think. Um and so I think I'm going to start with that one. Again, I, I need to do some more research before I release our official card. Um, I could see like a 42-3 game from Georgia this week as kind of a rebound from playing a nobody. <clears throat> a lot of questions about are they the best team in the country or not after that week. You know, it's tough to be a consistent number one team when you're playing somebody trash. Uh, and so, <laughs> I don't know, they kind of rely on their talent. You know, they're, they know what's going to happen. It's tough to get up for the game. Um, but I do see Georgia flexing their muscles. Uh, so I will probably be playing Georgia minus 29. They've killed Missouri as of late in the past um, games. And so that's where I'll start there. Any thoughts for you on any games you're looking at? I, I completely agree with the the Georgia minus 29. I'm, t- I'm tempted to play the under there again, but the stronger play for me is Georgia to score 29 after what happened to them last week. Uh, I do think the under 54 still hits. Uh, but with how their defense let that team score 22 points somehow, uh, it's a little scarier than it used to be, but so I'll, I'll definitely play Georgia minus 29. Another SEC powerhouse is Bama at Arkansas is actually only minus 17 and a half. And, uh, it's not even the usual minus 110 for that. It is even money plus 100. Uh, there's a lot of stats out recently about Bama not covering, uh, as road favor or road favorites recently, obviously Texas as the most recent example of that. Uh, but I, I don't know. I still feel like Arkansas does not have a defense. 
we saw that again last week. They 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 have a good offense, but Bama has a great defense. Uh, I just think I think that's too small of a number uh, for Bama to get. Uh, so I will take Bama minus seventeen and a half. Yeah, I like that play. Also like the over uh, in that game. I think uh, Arkansas can score, but I do think Bama's. Uh, defense is, is good enough to hold them there. The line there is 16 and a half. Uh, I could see a, a game in the 70s, to be honest. Maybe a, a, a 44-21 game or something like that. Um, mm. So just something to look out for there. All, uh, another big big story last week was that Oklahoma got beat by Kansas State. Uh, they travel on the road to TCU, who I think TCU is a sneaky good team this year. Uh, Oklahoma's favored six and a half on the road at TCU. If that number gets to seven, I'll be playing TCU plus seven. Uh, I think that's a really, really, really good spot to take advantage of Oklahoma coming off uh, a loss there and traveling to TCU who has been really good this year. Um, and so I'm going to wait for that number to climb. I don't know if it will, uh, but uh, a number to watch for, for sure. Uh, another one I want to point out, Wake Forest is a seven point underdog at Florida state, which I think e number. <laughs> yeah, it's a wonky line. Uh, again, if that number climbs to seven and a half, eight, I'll be taking Wake Forest there. To be honest, Wake Forest probably should have beat Clemson in overtime last week. Really good game in the ACC. Um, and we know college game day is in Clemson for the NC State game. I haven't watched NC State, but a lot of people are high on NC State. Uh, I don't know anything about that game. I'll, I'll be looking to it a little bit more. Well, you know how much I'm anti-Clemson. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. they keep keep that same quarterback in there. Once again, they should have lost last week, and they were seven and a half, or it might right. have even gotten all the way to eight right. point favorites. Uh, it was one of my favorite plays last week that easily hit uh, with going to overtime, and should they should have won as outright underdogs. Yep. I I still I, once again that one's at six and a half. If it can get to seven, I'm playing it absolutely. Uh, I'm still okay with the six and a half. Uh, we do got to watch the weather a little bit, right? Uh, for this game to see if it does anything, but I will, if I'm playing a side in that game, it's NC state plus six and a half without a doubt. I, I agree there. Uh, and then just two more real quick. I want to point out uh, Kentucky travels to Ole Miss um, as an underdog, even though they're ranked higher than Ole Miss, they're a seven point underdog. Uh, that line scares me. Uh, <laughs> I, I like Ole Miss to win the game, but the seven scares me. Uh, and that might be a reverse psychology line for me. If it jumps to seven and a half Ole Miss, I might take Kentucky in that spot. I do think Ole Miss wins, uh, but I don't know if uh, they'll cover that number. That's a bold statement to be a seven-point uh, favorite over Kentucky, who seems to be a very solid football team in the SEC East. Uh, and then finally, one more that, I, that I'll be looking at is the uh, Oregon State-Utah game. Utah obviously was put on the national spotlight early, going to Florida, getting beat by Anthony Richardson. They're a 10-point favorite over Oregon State. Oregon State uh, was in a close game last week with USC. So um, I do think Oregon State has a possibility to cover that 10-point spread. Uh, as an underdog there, but again, one I want to look at, and the lines shift a lot on Fridays. I learned that last week just watching lines. Friday seemed to be the day that the line solidifies. So, any any, uh, any fear of an, uh, an emotional letdown there for Oregon State from yeah, being actually, a big I think, game of the week? I think Utah's a really good team. 
and so I think traveling on the road after being in a close game with USC would kind of lean to a Utah spot. I do think Oregon State has the potential to keep it close. It could be a first-half bet for me, to be honest, in a backdoor cover for uh, Oregon State at the end of the game. But that's going to be a late game, and you know me in late games. We don't get along too well. Actually, it's a, it's a two-clock <laughs> game. It's a two-clock game. They, I, I thought it was going to be a that's late still, That still might be too late for you. You're, you're right. having naps needed. Uh, it might be. So, anyways, uh, we'll come back to college as uh, – I know tomorrow is a big prep day for me, and um, I always have a little Friday tradition of a donut and a, and a spreadsheet. So uh, <laughs> I need to get in on that action. Yeah, you do. You're, you're a big donut guy. Uh, Love so, me for donuts. We'll put the research in, and uh, we will – come back with our college card on Saturday morning. Uh, so if you will, let's shift to the NFL. Any storylines we should mention going into week four of the NFL? A lot of weird lines for this week. I don't have any plays this week uh, that I'm way confident in. Last week there was three that I loved. Yep. Looking over the board so far this week, there's not really any that I just absolutely am all about. Uh, nowhere near as strong as last week anyway. Now, I pay a lot more attention to NFL than I did college, and the NFL lines on Sunday morning move a ton on Sunday morning, all throughout the morning. Uh, college could be the same. There's just so many more games in college, I can't keep track of what the lines originally were. Right. Uh, but in the NFL, the lines move a lot. Uh, but as we stand right now, the, the line, lines that I like so far – I like the Vikings minus three. This is a London game uh, early, early morning uh, here for the state side. Uh, the Vikings, they haven't been as good as I thought they would be yet. Uh, it does look like Dalvin Cook will play for them, uh, which is big for that team. They have declared they want to get Justin Jefferson going. Uh, why wouldn't you? He's one of the top three receivers in the NFL. And the Saints are a one and two team that shouldn't have won the one game they did. Uh, so they could easily be an 0-3 team. Jameis Winston has back issues of some sort. He hasn't practiced all yet this week. Also has the flight to London with a back injury. It's a long flight. Both me and the prof have made that flight before. It is not fun. Uh, I think the Vikings take the minus three uh, easily in this London game. I think the Saints had way too much hype about their defense for this season. That's just not proven to be true. Kamara doesn't look healthy, and even if or healthy or not, he has been ineffective so far this season. I'll, I'll take the Vikings minus three. Uh, weirdly, probably my strongest play right now of the entire week is sadly on the New York Giants yep. minus two and a half. The yep. Bears are awful. Might be the worst team in football. Might should be. Uh, I believe. I saw a stat the other day that uh, the Bears receivers, the receivers have a total of 15 catches. Nice. On the season. Nice, nice. We are three weeks in. That Justin Fields is a great talent. That There's no doubt about that he's a good talent, but I don't know if it's the coaching with the new coaching staff or what, but they are Terrible. just bad. They might be getting an upgrade at running back, but with Montgomery Hurt, Khalil Herbert is a great talent as well. Uh, but Saquon Barkley looks healthy and explosive like he used to be for the Giants. Uh, they don't have receivers 
Uh, Sterling Shepard is now hurt. Tony and their rookie are not practicing yet. Uh, Kenny Galladay got paid a ton of money, but is doing nothing with it. But I, I don't know that it matters, honestly, uh, for them. Their defense is good enough. Uh, it's at home. Uh, and I think that Daniel Jones and Saquon will run just fine for them to easily cover a minus two and a half line. You're still getting a field goal as a win. I will gladly play that against the atrocious Bears. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's probably my strongest on the week. Another one I'd want to sprinkle, uh, the Cardinals right now are plus one and a half at the Panthers. I would play them on the money line. It's a little bit of a contrarian play in the – I think this is when the Cardinals finally break out. Uh, they've not been good this year, uh, but the Panthers only have defense. I, I thought Baker Mayfield would be better playing for a different team, but that offense has been not good at all. And Christian McCaffrey is hurt, not practicing yet. They're being very coy about what exactly the injury is. But even if he does play, I don't trust him to be 100% or even to make it through the entire game. Uh, The Cardinals should be getting Rondell Moore back, which will help their offensive core a lot, even though they don't have DeAndre Hopkins yet still. Uh, Their offense should only get better. It can't hardly get worse. Murray, it's like they wait till the second half to unleash Murray to let him do Murray things. Right. I'll, I'll take the Cardinals on the money line in that game. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and we both agreed before we went live, those two were our probably favorite plays of the week. Um, in my opinion, the, the two most disappointing teams this year in the NFL are the Raiders and the Broncos, uh, yep. and they're playing each other this week. Um, yeah. It's, a, it's amazing to me, and I think it's pure coaching, that Russell Wilson seems handcuffed in that offense – which makes no sense. Yet again, like he went somewhere to to free to yeah. free Russell Wilson, let him cook, and he's on another team with two very good running yeah. back. Yeah, and and two good receivers. Two great receivers. Well, we have never seen him be great. Judy was great in college. We haven't seen good him enough. at that level, but they can't they can't complete touchdown passes at all. Yeah. In general, they look incompetent on offense. Uh, their defense is great or at least appears to be. They shut down the 49ers really well, and that might be more about the 49ers than them. But their defense has looked good. But, yeah, so much for the vaunted AFC West. Like, yeah, I know Raiders it. look like trash. The Broncos look like trash. The Chargers Garden. have more injuries than any team in the NFL. And the Chiefs look okay. Right. Like, but then looked awful last week against the Colts fighting on the sidelines with each other, try to fake field goal for some reason. That was atrocious. Missed field goal. They need yep. – who would have known that Bucker would be so integral yep. to the Chiefs team, but not having him has made them play so nope. much different. Nope. Um, and so, yeah, those two teams uh, look to get off their atrocious start. Uh, and then finally the fighting Mac Jones, looks like he's going to be out a while, uh, play the, the Rodgers who's – uh, seems to be doing okay with his inexperienced receiving core. I, I saw a blur about uh, how much does Devontae Adams miss Aaron Rodgers and vice versa. Who misses more, Devontae misses Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Rodgers misses Devontae? Uh, if, if you could make an argument for both, both if sides. If you were to stop right now, I think you'd pick Devontae misses Rodgers. Yeah, he, he's sure. getting frustrated at Vegas, even with his college buddy. Yep. I mean, he had a great week one when he had, what, he 17 targets or yep. something absurd like that. Yep. Yep. Uh, but they've been downhill since then, and I, I it doesn't make sense. Renfro wasn't even in last week, but yet yep. somehow that didn't equate to Devontae Adams getting his uh, – I'm confused. You signed the best receiver in the NFL, yeah. yeah, and 
you went away from him after one week. Uh, Doesn't make sense. What are, what are coaches doing? All right. Uh, and then finally, we might get to see a little Kenny Pickett this week. I saw an article today saying that Trubisky might be at the end of his run as Steelers quarterback. How about that? Do you know that? I did not see that article yet. Oh. I'm intrigued because beginning of the season, Tomlin came out and said Pickett's going to sit all year. Yep. We're not going to play him. But then he's been the only other active quarterback, and they've had Mason Rudolph be a healthy scratch so that yep. if, if he was to get hurt, right. it would be Pickett in the game. I do think that is best for the Steelers. I I was a Mitchell Trubisky believer going into the season. I, I blamed it on the Bears. I thought he could do it. Right. But some of those throws – on yeah, that Thursday night game last week were just bad. But can you think – I mean, talk about an offense. The Steelers have weapons. Like, they've got good weapons. Yeah. Uh, with Nazi and Deontay Johnson and Claypool and Firemuth, like, they got them. Yep. And uh, Pickett – I mean, yeah. uh, Pickens. That's going to be confusing when that becomes a thing. Right. Receiver Pickens, the rookie, had one of the best NFL catches yep. ever. Yep. In a meaningless 30-yard – gain but it absolutely like talent no doubt about it for sure but Um, on the field they can't do anything and they're happy to score 14 points in a game for sure for sure uh and then probably the most exciting game of the week is the ravens and the bills um i think that'd be a high scoring game maybe uh 51 definitely should be lamar's on his way to an mvp playing for a contract, showing them why they should pay him, kind of like what Aaron Judge has been doing in the MLB right now. He, yep. he said, you don't want to pay me? Okay, watch this. Uh, it, right now it's Bills minus three. Uh, I'm terrifying. I, I like the Ravens. It's hard for me to say they're going to win this game because their defense yeah. has been so bad right. so far. I mean, I think their offense will be able to keep up, and the Bills have more injuries on defense than any team in the league. You talk about numbers. You could see Lamar and Josh Allen combine for some touchdowns this week. You could easily see over 600 yards and six touchdowns yep. uh, between the two quarterbacks. No problem. Yeah, yep. it should uh, be a fun game to watch. And that and that over under is only 51. Yep, which is a little surprising for teams of that caliber. If I was if I'm going to play that game, probably playing that over 51 number rather yep. than trying to pick a side and just watch the fireworks ensue. I agree. All right, my, my last question for you is, if you had to pick one of these, which would you pick? You ready? All right. The Jags to cover six and a half oh, at, no. at Philadelphia. All right. Okay, good team. Or, teams. That's... or the 49ers to win outright hosting the Rams. Wow. Oh, man. Well – History says 49ers to win outright since they're at home versus the Rams. Uh, but this Jags team is good. Yep. Like they, they are a good football team. They have a good coach now. Urban Meyer was absolutely the problem last year. Yep. Trevor Lawrence looks good. Christian Kirk is earning that money. Say Jones out of nowhere was amazing last week and appears to be consistently good for that team. The Eagles are other world right now. They have all the hype. Their defense has been fantastic, so much so. I saw something crazy where uh, the Eagles in the second quarter are scoring like 24 points oh, wow. a game in the second quarter, and then they're not hardly scoring in the second half. Wow. But they haven't. They they didn't score at all in the second half against the Commanders, I don't think, last week, and I think they scored three points the week before. 
in the second half versus the Vikings, but they didn't need to. They didn't need any points. Like they, I don't know if they just started running the ball more rather than or right. what happened, but they destroy teams in the first half. So uh, maybe the first half play for the Eagles uh, for that for me right now. Let's see. Uh, first half for that game is set at. Let's see if I can pull that up real quick. There we go. Uh, minus four for the Eagles. Oh, if I'd gotten that at three, I'd have taken it. Four is a little scary. Still probably take it, but overall for the game, if that ever gets plus seven, I will take the Jags. Uh, their their team is good. They have a decent defense. They have two good running backs, and Trevor Lawrence is putting it together. Wait, what everyone thought he was when he got drafted a year ago. Yeah. That that Rams 49ers game, oh, man. It could be a terrible game to watch, to be honest with you. It's another – it could be just as bad as last Sunday night's yeah. football game. Uh, yeah. The Rams don't look like the Rams yet. Uh, Matthew Stafford is throwing a lot of picks, but he did that last year as well. So that's, that's not really abnormal. Uh, but their defense isn't as shut down as they were last year. They're missing Von Miller, but I, I still don't know how you don't say the Rams win that game based off what we've seen from Jimmy G so far. But that's, that's going to be a weird game. We'll see if stuff happens over the, over the course of the week for that one. Uh, but that could be yet another ugly one, just like the Broncos 49ers. Yep. I agree with you. Well, it's my favorite uh, week of the year because Tennessee plays the BYU and can't leave, can't lose. So it's <laughs> going to be a chill. I thought you were about to say BYU, and I was like, wait, we played BYU this week? Yeah. So it's going to be a chill weekend for me. I'm going to sit back and relax and not have to worry about Tennessee losing to someone they shouldn't. Um, we lose so much lives off our years off of our lives with being Tennessee fans and watching those games, man. But hey, if they could figure out a way to be LSU next week, they could be hosting Alabama, uh, being undefeated. And what more can you ask for, to be honest with you? Big time. And if you haven't done it yet, watch the SEC short from this past week. It is perfection for Tennessee. That's great. We are obnoxious and we are proud of it. That's right. That's right. Uh, well, all right. Well, we appreciate you guys joining us again for our week number four podcast uh, with the coach and the prof. And again, we will release official cards Saturday morning and Sunday mornings with our plays. Uh, try to get more consistent with that as we go along. How about that? Yes, sir. And, and don't forget to follow us on our Twitter. We say it every week, but that way you'll see our live plays. Uh, with the updated lines of what's happening at that point uh, at Coach and Prof. Coach and Prof. You know, we should probably get some T-shirts made. What do you say? Ooh, I like to walk around with our own brand. That's right. That's right. But anyways, hope you guys have a good uh, Friday tomorrow and a good weekend. Hopefully it's profitable for you guys, and uh, we will see you soon. See you all later. Have a good week. This is – 